Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Mountain Wedding Talk. And I am Patricia, and I have my friend over in Montana. Hi. (laughs) So we're here to... Where, what is this? It's July, right? That's it's right. July. Yeah, it's just been, it's been so busy for us. You have to understand this is our um, amazing time for all of these beautiful weddings in the summertime. And um, we're up against um, weddings pretty much every weekend. Yep, it's a good time. It's fun. So we've got a, a cool topic today. And I, I think Eric is going to share a little bit about what we're going to go into and um, and give you some highlights on that. So we are going to talk about timelines because, you know, we get, oh gosh, we get so many, there's two different kind of schools of thought, um, it seems with, with clients. We've got some who believe that the timeline is written in stone. It is 635 and we're supposed to cake at 630. 30 people freak out. <laughs> um, if something happens and the timeline gets moved, some people will freak out. Usually it's the mothers. Um, and it's okay. It really is. We promise it's okay. So what exactly is a timeline? A timeline is a guide to let everyone know what is going to happen for the weekend of your wedding. So when I do timelines, I usually start, you know, I have, um, you know, all the basic information, your name with a location, the date, um, addresses, contact information, so that everything that we need to know um, is right there. Um. Most timelines of my timeline start on a Friday because usually it'll start with, okay, so Fridays, you know, we're going to do the rehearsal. There's the rehearsal dinner, but um, a wedding that I had a couple of weeks ago, it actually started on a Wednesday because the activity started, you know, everybody came into town on Tuesday. Um, they had all these, you know, rafting trips and, and uh, yoga sessions and, and hiking and all these activities uh, planned nice. uh, up until the wedding. Uh, so we start there and, you know, I'll just kind of, it's a ballpark, you know, obviously if we say, okay, hiking's on Thursday and everybody's meeting at the trailhead at 9 a.m. And, you know, people don't show up until 10 a.m. It's not like the timeline's blown. It's okay. Um, the day of the wedding is, it's, it's usually the most, this is what people mostly think of the timeline as. So it's, you know, when everybody, when the vendors are coming to set up, um, when hair and makeup comes, you know, when you start hair and makeup, when you should be done hair and makeup, when pictures are going to happen, uh, when you're putting on the dress, when you're putting on the tux or the suit, uh, when everybody's done getting ready. Um, if you're doing a first look, when that's going to happen. So it's really the order and all the things that are going to happen that day. Now, like I've got a rain plan decision time. Um, I usually do it three hours before the actual ceremony so that I have time to make a change if I need to. Um, uh, But, you know, it's, uh, what else do I have on this timeline? Um, when the music begins in the cocktail hour, when, when the couple arrives that cocktail hour, um, when the guests start to arrive, the grand entrance, who's giving speeches, who's giving toasts, who's cut, you know, when the cake cutting, when the dances are, and 
what I do is I take this and I give it to the other vendors so that they know what's going on as well. So this way we're all on the same page. Uh, there are some planners that they will give the couple just what they need to know. Like you're going to get ready at this time. And then the, you know, the photographer is going to take you for pictures at this time. And then, you know, just what you need to do. But I find that my couples, they want to know everything that's going on. I mean, they want to know what what's happening. It's their wedding and they want to know. So I will ask ahead of time, you know, do you want to know all the details of everything or do you just want to know what you need to do and that's it? And, you know, I will, I will adjust according to that. But when I create a timeline, um, I have kind of a basic idea that I go over with the couples of what they want to include. And then I talk to the photographer uh, to find out what they're doing and how they want everything done. Um, I will talk to catering to see how much time they need for prep. If, you know, if dinner's starting at 6.15, how much time they need. Um, I'll talk to the bartenders, my, you know, same thing. Uh, if we're doing, if we want the bar open for when guests arrive before they go down to the ceremony site, you know, how much time do they need to set up? Uh, DJ, band, everybody. And then once I get everyone's input, then I, I put the final timeline together. Everybody approves it and then send it over to the couple for final <laughs> approval. Now, a lot of couples think that, well, I don't need that much time. I don't need that much time to get ready. I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't think that's going to, yeah, you know what you do because built into this timeline is buffers because things happen. And in order for us to stay on track um, in the ballpark, I have to put buffers in there. Um, Most of the time it's, you know, in the morning when everybody's getting ready. You know, if you've got a group of, of eight, you know, you you don't want to rush through things. Um, you want to have fun. You want to enjoy every moment. You don't want to be constantly looking at your watch going, all right, we only have 20 minutes left before I got to put this dress on and not really enjoy stuff. So, you know, for hair and makeup, we usually, Patricia, do you do this? I'm, you know, what? I've, I've had them start as early as 5.45. Yeah. Yep. And that's what I'm saying. Depending on what time the um, the ceremonies are. So let's say if your ceremony starts at 5 o'clock and you have six bridesmaids and six groomsmen, um, you know, you might start makeup at 8 o'clock in the morning because you know, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, well, how is it going to last that long? Oh, the magic of the, of the hairstylists and the makeup artists. It's, it's amazing. Um, they have magic product products that yeah. <laughs> the way that they do things, um, it will last all day and, and it's great. So, you know, it, it, and it, I guess it just depends on your personality and, um, you know, what you want done and what you need. Well, you know, and the other thing too, is when you're having your makeup done, depending on where you're getting your makeup, right. done, you need to get into the car to your venue. You know, you have to put those timelines into, um, right. but you know, backing what I tell my makeup artists and hairstylists is this is when they're going to have their first look and this is what time they need yeah. to be ready. Yeah. Cause like when I build a timeline, I build it from ceremony start time. And then I build up from there, you know, to see when things are starting. And then I build down to meet, um, like when the end time. So if like, if you have, if you're having a a venue, most venues have a specific time that you need to be out. Uh, so, you know, we have to have the last call, you know, half hour, 45 minutes before everybody needs to leave. Um, so, you know, we have to put all that stuff in there and, and take into consideration. Yeah. I, I mean, I actually also add, for instance, if they are going to have a tent, you know, and uh, when the rental company is delivering that particular, yeah. you know, they're going to have a rehearsal dinner or yep. because I have a pretty uh, crazy one coming up in a couple of weeks that 
you know, we've got a lot of moving pieces. They're going to go golf. They're going to have a reception. They're going to have rehearsal dinner. We're going to have, I mean, it's just moving, moving, moving. They want to have a day on the water. Well, so, and, and yeah. if you're having a tent delivered or you're having um, tables and, and other rental items delivered, the venue needs to know when they're coming so that somebody can be there to either let them know where to put it or, you know, to help guide them a little bit. Um, a couple of weeks ago, you know, it's like I had to let the venue owner know, Hey, the porta potties are being dropped off at this time. Um, you know, although I do, a. I, I also, along with my timelines, I do a layout of the area so that everybody knows exactly, you know, where everything is going to be so that there's no, um, there's no question. Now, Patricia, do you just do a timeline or do you do an event order too? Oh gosh. Well, it all, you know, it really all depends, but I do both. And, um, it's, it's very, well, it's very time consuming. I mean, I go down to the minutes and so forth. So with the, um, if, if the wedding is something that there's a lot of moving parts with, then yes, I'll do an event order. And the difference between a timeline and event order is a timeline tells you exactly when everything is going to be done. An event order tells you how everything is going to be done. So it will tell you, you know, uh, for dinner, how the room is going to be set up for dinner, exactly how the tables are going to be set, exactly how the linens are going to be folded, um, exactly how many uh, people are going to be at each table, the exact location, how many servers are going to be taking care of that area, uh, how many, um, just everything. It's just, that's all the details so that you can look at the timeline and go, Oh, okay, well, we're going to do dinner at this time. But then the event order is going to tell you exactly every single small detail on how that's going to run. So I usually do event orders, like I said, for, um, for the bigger events that there's a lot, you know, um, where you've got the ceremony is going to be one place. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, uh, sometimes, cocktail hour is in a totally different spot and then they can move over to where the reception area is. So, you know, you've got three different spaces that you have to set up. Um, it tells, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to have a welcome table over at the ceremony site in the beginning, but then for cocktail hour, I'm going to move that, that welcome table over to, you know, the reception area. So, you know, it just tells you where you're going to, what you have to move. If there's certain, uh, floral arrangements that you're taking from the ceremony site and putting them over to the cocktail hour, or you're putting them to the reception. There's a lot of times we take uh, ceremony flowers and we'll take them and put them in the reception and either put them, you know, in front of the, the head table or, you know, in certain sp spots that way, anybody who's looking at this knows exactly what's going to happen and where to do it. So nobody has to, to wonder Oh my gosh, where am I supposed to put this? No, it's right there in the event order. So that's uh they're more that's my that's my most favorite thing to do ever. It, it really is. I mean, you know, when you take a look at um how many people run well by the by that day, my name is pretty worn out, but um <laughs> you know, just having that in your pocket, so to speak, and knowing where all the moving pieces are. I'd like to, you know, grab the team, of course, you know, and, and troubleshoot that ahead of time but um i'm yeah. going to sharing everything with your couples well and that's the thing i mean and things change i mean um just because the timeline or the event order says a specific thing you know it doesn't mean that it can't change um you know my last wedding we we did that um this last weekend where the bride decided hey um, I don't want to do the bouquet toss after all. I'm like, okay, then we won't. That they would rather, you know, the, the speeches went a little bit longer than they should have because yeah, they always seem to go a little bit longer. And, you know, the bride was just like, hey, can, can we take a break and go do, you know, just do some dancing and then come back to this? Absolutely. You know, yeah. as a planner, 
although we're like, you know, that really doesn't flow like it should. Ultimately, it's your wedding. If if you want to do that, by all means, um, you know, we had, you know, because the speeches went so long and then they wanted to do um, the cake cutting and then they wanted to do the dances. There was still like two people that didn't get to do their speech because they had like five people wanting to do speeches and they were very concerned. They're like, well, everybody's all over the place. How are they going to, you know, how are we going to get all these people together so that they can hear my speech? And mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, we've got a DJ and he's got a microphone. So yeah, no kidding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, I have something unusual happening with one of my weddings. I mean, you know, that's traditionally we have a grand entrance. Okay. And so they come into the venue right. and, eat and so forth. So they wanted to join the cocktail hours early and they said, yes. can we do it then? Can we dance then? You know? And I said, Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So then, you know, as soon as they go back into the uh, reception area, we go straight to having dinner. So, you know, we can flip the timeline as necessary on that particular day. And that's really a guide. So we don't miss any, um, you know, right. events that we've, we've planned so hard for years and years. I feel like, you know, and a couple of us to miss them. It's so true though. So have you had, I kind of, do you have a favorite order that you like things done? I do. I mean, I, I always lean towards, uh, Ceremony, grand entrance, oh, cocktail hour, of course, the grand entrance. And then you, um, I love it when the couple has orchestrated something pretty unique with the bridal party on the entrance, mm-hmm. something different, you know, something fun. And then we have our dinner and then we go into toasts and um, then we go to the first dances and so forth. Sometimes I flip that around because we have the elderly that want the dessert and they want to go home. Right. Right. So then we'll flip the cake piece of it. Um, you know, and it all depends on the couple. Do they want to do the garter? Do they want to do the bouquet? Three quarters of the. And that's, yeah, that's starting to become kind of a a thing that people aren't wanting to do as much anymore. No, you know, and then they, you know, there's some are traditional and they, they do the shoe game and some don't want to do the shoe game. See, how do you feel about the games during the wedding? I mean, it's, it's really, to me, you lose your audience. I see. And that's, we had, we had a DJ. He's like, oh, and then there's, you know, like this, this treasure hunt thing. And then there's, you know, this musical chair game. And I'm like, dude no let's let's not um i like when they do those games at the rehearsal dinner yeah save it for a smaller group um that these are the people that know you the best um you know these are your people and leave that leave just don't don't do the games. I had a, I had a couple that did, um, oh, they did some trivia thing and gave out prizes and all this stuff. And I'm just like, my God. And it took away from, I mean, if it's a big dancing crowd, yeah, then yeah. no. But I mean, if it's, if you know that your, your guests, they're not going to dance, um, then fantastic. You know, I had, I had a group that they weren't dancers and there were like five people that were on the dance floor uh-huh. and everybody else, you know, the family was like, let's play cards. And they played pinochle for uh-huh. most of the night. I mean, okay. You know, whatever they, they had their competition tables and great. Um, you know, we've had the board game ones where, you know, we put board games at all the tables, but most of the time, you know, people, they just want to, they want to dance. And I, I kind of like, when, you know, after the pictures and they do the grand entrance, the couple does their first dance then. I, I really like I push them into it. all. I love when they do that just because, Gosh, you yeah. know, that way it's just I don't want to say it's out of the way, but let's just get the dances, you know, let's just get all that stuff done. Because if you eat and then you're kind of like you're really full and you're just like, you get kind of, you know. I have, I have to say, uh, one of the DJs saved me from a two hour after ceremony picture day. I mean, you know, the couple oh, yeah. 
here for a couple hours. So we did turn something into games because right. you could feel that we we're losing the guests. Right, the, right. It's fancy. And, you know, that we turned some games into and game prizes and did whatever just to to give them entertainment because that's. But I think that's where, you know, the timeline, you have to, you have to read it. You know, um, if, if everybody's dancing and they're having a really good time dancing, I'm not going to go, okay, well, dancing time is over because we need to do this now. You know, we're not going to take that break. It's like, no, let, let everybody, let everybody just do and have fun because our goal is to not rush people through things and to not have people sit around going, all right, well, what are we doing now? You know, and, and there's that. Next, what's next? What's next? Right. It's, it's that balance so that everything just like naturally flows. Mm -hmm. So if it makes, you know, you can do a timeline and once you get in there, and see how the guests are, it kind of creates a whole new, like it generates a whole thing. Um, and, you know, I've changed timelines, I don't know, a lot, you know, halfway through because you realize, yeah, they just want to do this or somebody will come up with an idea, be like, Hey, I got this, I got this idea. Can we, and I'm like, absolutely sure. You know, we'll, we'll not do this or we'll push it back or whatever. So. Yeah, and the only, the only time that I'm pretty strict with, of course, is dinner, the, uh, dinner. <laughs> I have lost, almost lost an entire dinner due to the couple disappearing and yeah. not getting back in time. And the food had to, they were. That's. It in the yeah. I agree with you 100% on that because uh, when it comes to the food, because catering wants their food to be served hot, fresh, and as close to, you know, they they don't want it to sit around and it shouldn't because, you know, bad things happen when food sits around and people are usually kind of hungry at a point, you know, they know that, you know, people have been to enough weddings where they know that how kind of things go. And, you know, you've got, it's just like how the music, you know, we talked about a couple of weeks ago or a month ago or whatever about how, um, you know, the music starts out in like your fifties and, you know, your older music, and then it gradually gets heavier and, and more recent as the night goes on. Um, you know, we have to plan that as with the timeline as well and make sure that, you know, all those people who want to leave at eight 30 they get their cake, that they get to see the couple dance, that they get to see all those activities because those are the, you know, the, the elder, the elders, they like that stuff. Mm-hmm. They want to see the, the couple get married. They want to eat. They want to, you know, they want their dessert. They, they just, there's certain things they want to see and they don't want to hang around for the dancing. They, they could care less. Most of the time there are some that they get down pretty good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We, oh, I got to tell, I got to tell a story because that's what I do. Um, There was this, it was, I think it was the sister of the, the mother of the bride. And she was probably close to 80 and I could not, she was on the dance floor the whole time. She was getting low and I was like, go. And I looked at her and she's like, she's all over the place and she was coming back and she's just dancing. And I'm just like, you go girl. I'm like, you're just like a party animal. And she goes, I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I'm like, it's a great thing. (laughs) So she just, you know, I love, she was fabulous. It's, you know, timelines for me is uh, I love having them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I love sharing them with my couples. And, you know, you get, I have been graced with uh, grooms that are very involved. Let's go there. Yeah. And, you know, they get really married to the time itself. And so I try to share my timelines on that day without the times. I said, here's the flow of the day. And, you know, the, the critical times, of course, is, uh, the ceremony and your, your dinner. Right, right. And then we are going to make things happen the way it feels good, you know, and in, in right. well, so that, that has helped, you know, um, it, it's just hmm. funny because you don't want to overlap. And I've got some surprises coming up on this one 
we're getting a mascot, you know, that's oh, nice. And, well, uh, that's the other thing. So I know you had mentioned that you use um, Timeline Genius that I just thought of um, something that that's really good for. Um, when one of the couple individuals has a surprise planned for the other one, mm-hmm. I end up having to do two timelines, one for one and one for oh, yeah. the other yeah. so that they don't, they don't see that surprise in there. Yes. Whereas in timeline genius, you can just write it, you know, you can put it all in there and then you can hide things from people. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's exactly. right. I forgot about, I've totally cool. So before we started this, um, Patricia and I were talking a little bit about what we use to do timelines and um, there's a product it's a platform called timeline genius. And I used to use it and then I stopped using it just because nobody logged in and it was just kind of a a pain, but I totally forgot about that feature on it until just now. And it was great. I may have to call Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie's the owner of the, um, um, yeah. 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 I know. Cause I, they, when they were doing the prototype, so to speak, I had a, you know, the first year for free. Yep. Same here. Yeah. I really liked it. And I love the way it has transformed to the way it just, it just has really little gadgets that we can use now. The only problem is because I use, I know we're getting into stuff that nobody really cares (laughs) about, but us, but I, because I use Dubsado, I don't want to have my couples like have to log into like two or three different things to see stuff. So that's mm-hmm. the other reason why I stopped using timeline genius is because that way I can just create the timeline in a Dubsado and then they can just go into their portal and look yeah. at everything. So, because trying to get people to, it's, it's a lot, you know, you get, you go into this one and then you're into this one and like, yeah. And they do say that, you know, it's best to keep them in one place as well. Um, Cause I know if I was, if I was, a couple if i was one of them i would be like look can you just send it to me because i can't i i I don't know where i'm supposed to go for this i have too many other things to think about so just you just send me stuff and we're good so i get that and that's the feature that timeline genius has done for me which is makes it way easier for me too do you uh, yeah so they do do you use honeybook i use aisle planner aisle planner okay So for everything else, because I have like all my forms and stuff, all my questionnaires, all my stuff is in there. And the way that I have things set up is my clients can just go in and see all of that in one spot. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean, I have my welcome guide and, you know, my contracts and all in one place and stuff. And Timeline Genius is the only thing that's external from that program. Okay. And um, right now it seems to work, you know, so that, that it helps because it's completely, I don't know. It's just, it's just a different mindset and you put them into the timeline piece of it. They like the interaction. And I love the hiding feature, um, all that good stuff. Does, um, does timeline changes, what else have they added? I know we're totally, it just kind of has to do with this, but I'm curious of, um, you know, what, what's been added to it. Yes, it's not, it's not a full blown CRM now, is it? It's it's getting to be. It is know? it is it. It is. I mean, that's what that's the direction they're going. Eventually, they'll have that that offered as well. Um, you know, because right now I'm going to the timeline certification so uh-huh. that I can get more pointers. Because you know, I'm I'm one that like I like people to show me things instead of me right. reading and doing all that stuff. And I want the I want the secrets. So that's why I'm taking this little course. I want secrets. I want secrets and I'll just make my job a little easier. But, you know, going back to the timeline in regards to your day or your days, I mean, I've had where, let's say you, you come in, like, like you said, on a Wednesday, you're welcome. And um, you just have the moving pieces. I, I like to see what the day looks like. Yeah. We set up at 7 a.m., you know. Mm-hmm. Makeup artists are done. Um, where we get snafu'd is usually where the toasts go, and right. that happens because we have long-winded, lovely people 
that uh-huh. just blow up the timeline. So then you play catch up. You do, <laughs> eventually you do catch up. It's just funny. I'm like, Oh my God, we're back on schedule, you know? And yeah. it's, you know, and I don't, I don't mind when it comes to the toast because it's after. Yeah. Dinner. But you know, but here's the thing. I know. Cause there's some people that they want to do. Um, they want to do the toast before dinner. Oh, and I'm like, no, because when you've got dad who wants to talk for 20 minutes, people want to eat. I know. You know? I, I had the mother of the bride had a five page. Well, hers was five pages. His was three pages. Then the groom's dad was another three pages and they promised it was going to be short, you know, and I could feel the audience. Going. Have, yeah. Have you had, um, because, you know, traditionally, the only people that are supposed to do speeches at the wedding are, you know, the best man, maid of honor and father of the bride. Yeah. And then sometimes the couple says something. Yeah, I don't. But like- I've had I've had a lot of fathers of the groom mm-hmm. wanting to wanting to speak. Which I, I do, which is really different. I because the, their, their time is at the rehearsal dinner. Yep. They host the rehearsal dinner. But- and then they can talk all they want. Yep. And they do. And so the interesting part is I, because I send out a timeline questionnaire to my couples and I mm-hmm. always say, we need to stay under four people for your, your toast. Okay. No, open mic night. And if you snag, you know, sneak one in there, um, it's going to add this much more time. Hey, uh, wait, you do a timeline questionnaire. Yes. Really? Yeah. I need to see that. <laughs> Okay. I need to see that because I mean, I have, you know, there's all these questions. I feel like there's so many questionnaires and I'm trying to, but you know, it gets their head around like, Oh my God, that's a really, cause I, I put not only the question, but I put like my recommendations. Yes. That should, the answer should be, but you can sway off of it. Right. Uh, It helps them because they don't think about those kind of things. They go, right. Oh my God. Well, I mean, I tell everybody, you know, the, you know, speeches should be three minutes, but let's not. And I, I mean, I used to, and it's harder to do it when you're outside and it's a, you know, but when we're at a venue um, and we're inside, it's very easy. I can sit there and kind of give the cues of, Hey, you know, we need to wrap this up. And, you know, I can tell people want the paper out of their hand. <laughs> right. Oh God! Mm-hmm. No, I know because I, I don't know about you, but I feel people like I can feel when it's like too long. Yes. And yeah. Going, oh gosh. Yeah, it starts to get a little awkward, and people, you know, people start fidgeting a little bit, and there's movement going on all over the place. Yes. yes. And you can tell, like, people start looking at each other, like, "Is this going to end?" Yes. And you know. Um, now, along with this slideshows at the wedding or oh, yeah. at the rehearsal dinner. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm at the rehearsal dinner. I love that part of it. I've been to twofolds, but with, with the rehearsal dinner, you get to talk about it there. You know, it's more casual. And, and then you can have maybe the background. I mean, I've, I've seen it where, let's say, for instance, the best man has done a speech and he yeah. throws cool you know as long as it's 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 done tastefully and it's short with his speech mm-hmm. you know because they'll, they'll he'll say something about oh you know us in college and this is just something i want to share and boom it comes up on the screen but right you know just having it looping and so forth i don't i've got mixed emotions about that rehearsal is the best place for me yeah i mean i've had him you know i too have had them both and there was only one that they didn't actually, they did a really good job because they, um, at the, the, at the wedding, they started the slideshow and it went in accordance with the speeches. So as the, you know, the best man, which was the groom's brother, you know, he was flipping through going, you know, and doing his slides went to his speech. And then when the maid of honor came up, her you know those slides came up so it's like oh that was cool yeah it kind of went along with things and um that was really cool i like that 
but when they when they just like either you know slideshows during the day is hard anyway unless you're inside um outdoors you know it just it's very hard to see i really now that you're saying that i really like that idea because Mm -hmm. now you're keeping it on time you're keeping it on time and you're um there's a visual yeah there's a achievement yeah that's that's cool Mm-hmm. But that was probably out of all the, the speech sections of, of a wedding. Um, that was probably one of my more favorite ones, just because, you know, they're like, oh, last slide, I guess I'm done. <laughs> it's just I'm like, OK, it's, it's instead of you going. <laughs> right. Hey, we need to stop now. <laughs> really? So. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, I think with the main thing that if, if we have one takeaway from timelines is it is a guide. It is not the last final word. It can be moved. It can be changed. Um, you know, I, I had the wedding that last year that the bride decided she didn't want to cut the cake because they were having too much fun dancing. And so we cut, you know, we, we, we won't cut the cake. So catering just went and cut up the cake and served it. The mother lost her forever loving mind. (laughs) And (laughs) she just, I mean, she got, she yelled at me about how I couldn't even stick to a timeline. So how, you know, and I'm just like, you know, the couple is there. It's their day. And I'm sorry. But if they want to, if they want to cut out and decide, you know what, I don't want to do any of this. And all we want to do is dance. Then that's what we're going to do. You know, know, I don't share the timeline with the moms. I have learned from past experience too. But what do you do when the, when the mothers say, "I, I need to see the timeline. I let them see mine for a second. And then I walk away and my timeline's pretty tiny. So they have a, a difficult time even seeing it without glasses. And See, I- and I wonder why that's where um, I have got a, there's another planner friend that I have that she does a separate timeline for the, the, moms. Um, the moms. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I basically, and I just, I just kind of put my arm around them and I said, it's your day to also have a good time. Right will guide you in having the best day ever. And if you really need to know something, just, just come to me and I will let you know what's next and so forth. So I've had a lot of ants though, you know, they just go, well, such and such wants to go home and they want to get on the now. So they haven't had cake yet. (laughs) We're going to have cake. So those kind of things as as well, but I avoid the moms having a timeline because I don't want them driving me. And, you know, I tell them, I go, I'm steering this, this ship. This is, you know, right. I will, you got to flow with me and understand why we do things the way we do. Right. uh, You know, so that, that makes it easier. I just, I've learned so hard where it's four o'clock. How come we're not doing this? You know, and I can't, I had, yeah, the last, last weekend I had uh, the mother of the groom came up to me and she, now she never saw the timeline, but she was like, um, you know, it's starting to get, we need to, we need to do this. And I'm like, we're getting there. We will, it's, it's coming up soon. And I will, I will verbally let them know, you know, so here's, here's the plan. You know, we're going to do this, then we're going to do this, then this. And usually 99% of the time they're like, okay, you know, they're, they're fine. As long as you just keep them updated. But you know, this one mother I had out here, she had a copy in her hand that she got from her daughter and she walked around like, uh-huh. this is, we're, we're supposed to be here and we're not. And I'm yeah. like, it's okay. Really? You know, I it's know. 95 degrees outside. Flowers are supposed to, the ceremony was at five. And I told her at 10 till five, that's when yeah. I'm bringing the flowers out because otherwise because they were all white flowers, of course, because, oh, yeah. you know, that's um, white flowers don't do well in heat. So, you know, don't try not to. I mean, you know, I and, a- yeah. And she just like, she just, she was like, it's 10 till. And I'm like, I'm getting there. Just calm down. It's, yeah. it's all good. 
I mean, I don't know about you, but I put timelines together in regards to what time the linens hit the tables. Um, you know, just I, you know, I have the you know, when we start doing the reception area and what time the reception area is going to be done. I don't, yeah. I don't say, you know, at one we're putting linens on, you know, yeah. it's just, you know, ceremony site. We're going to, we're going to have done by, you know, this time that way it gives me some wiggle room, um, you know, in case that it turns out to be a hundred degrees outside. Then oh, yeah. I can, Cause That's then I, the then I do the ceremony site, you know, as, I try to put it off as much as possible. Um, so how many, how often do you have uh, a luxury of having a full service florist? Oh my God. I mean, I, every once in not a while. Not enough. Yeah, not enough. That's, I mean, that's one of the things that I think I only have, I think I only have two weddings this year. And that, the only reason why I mentioned that for our, for our listeners is, it really, really benefits all of us in the fashion of you have an arbor and now we're looking for a ladder and we have wire ties and they're not light. They're very heavy, full of water. Zip and ties. I've zip tied yeah. crap out of We're just everything. trying to zip them up there, you know, and get them up there. And we end up taking them down because we're reusing them now in your reception area. Mm-hmm. So a full service, the luxury of having one of those is that they come in and they'll take those down reapply the, you know, and, and you know, freshen them up, whatever, put them in the reception area. They pin on boutonnieres. I mean, they're such a help for, but us. here's the, here's the thing. People don't want to do full service floral is because they want to save money right. because they think that the planner is the catch-all. Oh gosh. Yes. Here's the, here's the thing though. You're not saving any money. Because if I have to do your flowers, if I have to touch them, I'm going to charge you for it. And I have to have extra staff because I'm hired to do one thing. If I am also doing flowers, I have to have more people. I have to, you know, so I'm going to have to pay them. So you might as well just have the florist do it and come in. It's not, it's not saving you any money at all. No. So and we you know we put that in the timeline. I mean, I'm yeah. Unfortunately, I have this next um, well, fortunately on whatever. But she just discovered that her florist wasn't delivering the flowers. Mm. So now we have the officiant going to get the flowers, and um, you know, I I do that, but I'm I'm really um, there's so much liability because. Yeah. If it's same thing, like with picking up the cake. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I just have the baker deliver it. Yeah. I mean, because if I get it and something happens to that cake, I can't fix it. I am not a baker. I cannot, you know, same thing with the flowers. If something happens to the flowers, do I know a lot about flowers? I do, but I'm not a florist. Um, if something happens, I don't, I don't know all the little tricks of the trade that can, you know, that they can do to make things better. So, you know, when you have, when you have your planner do everything, you run the risk of, <laughs> you know, the cake not looking great because they have to pick, they're going to take pictures of this. And, you know, it's just, there's things. So we are good at planning and coordinating and executing. We are not professionals at cakes and catering and music. And, you know, we know enough about it to be able to make them, you know, make sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. And we know how it's supposed to go and how it's supposed to look. But I don't have a cake kit in my car. I don't have, you know, so please. I mean, and it, it strays off the timeline. I mean, now you're right. You're not right. Not doing your job, you know, as exactly. And then it's, well, why isn't this done? Well, that's because I had to, you know, we had an issue with the cake or the flowers or whatever. And now I have to take extra time to do that, which takes away from my job. And now you're, now you're going to be upset. 
So now you're blessed with all of the vendors that you're supposed to have. <laughs> awesome into the into their timeline. And they each of them, you know, they actually get their own timeline. I mean, that's one mm-hmm. thing that I the luxury of I love about Timeline Genius because if I put their their titles in the right. section, they get that copy exclusive yep. to them. Yes. And they don't get the master that, you know, we see right. and get doubled through that. But um yes. well, and that's and that's one of the things. I mean, see, now I'm reconsidering this whole thing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's just, it, it, I tried the other, I know, you know, and it was just too much for me. I said, oh my gosh, this is so much easier. And because I did, I did, had both going up at the same right. time on the screens and I, I just went right back and I just renewed again. Yeah. I, just, I may have to, like I said, I got, I got to, because I, you know, some people don't need to know everything that goes on. You no, know, but you know, I, I noticed the interaction with the couples. They love it. I mean, I oh, let really? them edit a little bit because, you know, I've had it where they right. completely deleted the entire timeline. So I'm careful. I'm really careful about mm. giving access to um, all of it. Right, right. Well, here's a visual. Now I'm going to let you in and we're going to talk through it. Um, so that, that's benefited me at least. Hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think that it, it it literally shows you how long you've spent on those timelines. So then you now turn around and you update your contracts and saying, this is how much time I spent on this, you know, that, that has helped me. So now I do Hmm. three plus hours on timeline. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I have that on my, on I'm my sure. CRM, I, you know, it has a timer. I don't use it. Cause timer, but yeah, I tend to walk away from my computer. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I spent Yeah, but time. I am. Uh, I mean, I'm all, I do four things at once. And I'm then it's you. like, you know, I'm working on that. I really am. I'm really working on, on, you know, my own personal timeline and, and how I'm. What do they call that? Time blocking? Oh, time gosh. blocking. Yes. I've, I started doing time blocking last year. I have to kind of like throw my phone away and that way I can concentrate on what I'm Well, doing. that's why I moved over to the iPhone. Okay. Because yeah. I was on Galaxy forever. Oh, and then I moved back to the iPhone because now they have that, um, that focus time where I can just block it off and then I don't, I can put it across all devices so I don't get bugged during certain times. So, so I see? think it's a little and- simple. Look, so we got, we've got like a, a wedding coming up in uh, two weeks mm-hmm. and um, we have, I don't know, six people getting their makeup and hair done. So we're going to have them start at eight o'clock because we are having their first look um, happening at one forty-five. Okay. So, you know, it gives a little bit of time. The, uh, the hair and makeup is, is being done, I don't know, 15 minutes away from the venue. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, so it's not too bad, but they've got the floors coming in at a certain time. Thank goodness they're full service and I love their depth. And then, you know, we show up um, not until about 1230 because we're there. Really? Uh, we're there for about 12 hours, but because um, this venue's closed at midnight. So and so we're having pizza delivered at 10. How many people are at this wedding? 250. 250? Yeah. And how many staff members do you have? I just have one. How many? So who's setting up? So you guys aren't setting up all the tables and everything? No, I'm having that. That's one of the, the details that I placed into the uh, timeline. So on Thursday, mm-hmm. it is in... It's on a golf course, but it's in the backyard of her dad's place. And we're going to be able to put the tent up. They're going to be able to put the chairs up because they're going to use it as rehearsal dinner as mm-hmm. well. So it'll be up and, you know, going pretty early. And then wow. I'm pop in on Friday. Um, we're actually doing the rehearsal on Thursday. And then I'm going to pop in on Friday while they're all playing golf. And, um, and they're going to have their welcome reception over in the clubhouse. So then I'll be able to tweak a little bit. You know, I'll get, I'll get a head start. And then we're going to show up at 1230 and everybody else is going to install whatever. I mean, I, I had been online with her on Amazon, mm-hmm. so bought a lot and um, okay. we, we designed it online together and uh, I've got her vision. So we're, we're going to be able to knock it out. All right. Yeah. 
So, you know, because I used to start really, really early and I found myself going, I don't need to be here this early. So, you know. See, I I tend to, um, again, it depends on, you know, how much stuff there is. But last weekend, we set up all the tables and chairs um, on Friday. And then Saturday we came in, I think we started at like 10. Mm-hmm. And then that's pretty traditional for me too. I just, this know. one's different. And I had a venue though. Oh my gosh. See, uh, yeah. See, this was out. This was another 10. Oh, 10, middle yeah. of nowhere. My middle of nowhere weddings. Yeah. And this one, you know, it's, it, I have a lot of moving pieces, but I'm not mm-hmm. in charge of those moving pieces. And okay. You know, I just, we created the, the, the schematic, so to speak on where everything is, you know, we've done a lot of FaceTime um, because she's, you know, what, 600 miles from me. Mm. And she had a heart attack over what was it called? A frost freeze. It was in the middle. And I said, let's put this really cool flower pot thingy-majiggy. So now we're putting it in the middle of the dance floor, which is kind of cool. And we're doing two separate tents and the dance floor outside because it's now huh. 80 degrees outside. Huh. Um, and then we're doing the string lights because that was an issue too. It was like, okay, what are we going to do for lighting? We're doing fairy lights. I wanted to do up lighting underneath each table. I thought that would be cool. the ground effects. Right. So I have her renting um, the, the, they're like solar ones that you plug in and they last huh. 10 hours. So yeah, so we're doing that kind of lighting, um, you know, and, I'm prepared for the for everything. I was gonna say, and if it rains, you move the dance floor inside, and everybody moves in, and we just, you know, we just uh, we dance in the tent. But it isn't. It's Does your, see the um again. We're kind of going off, but it's what we do. <laughs> um, dance floors. A lot of our rental places, their dance floors have to have a cover over them. Well, they will not put the dance floor out in the middle of like nowhere with without anything over top of it yeah you know and so she's maneuvered around it so what did she do she, first we're going to do the 40 by 60 uh-huh oh because here's what we did because there's 250 people and we want to make sure everybody eats at the same time mm-hmm. now added another buffet line okay. so now flip the room so to speak the grass and we have the older people on one side is the way she described it. And the younger people on this side have two buffet lines. So then now you've got four lines going. Okay. Which really is a big deal because right. you're not moving 250 people. We have four bars. Okay. So that kind of, you know, and then we put the sweetheart table in front of the, like, what's it called? The sand. It's, what is the golf terminology? The sand. Oh, the sand trap? Yeah, sand trap. So nobody falls into it. Except that. Um, oh. So, you know, so designing it in that fashion, um, this is where we're, we are going to be moving chairs to this reception. Um, that'll be interesting seeing 250 people picking up their chairs and moving that. So we'll see how that's going to fly. Um, golf carts, you name it, all of the right. above. But um, it helps when there's golf carts involved. I love uh, golf carts. Golf carts. I want to own one. I want to too. My cousin keeps telling me. We did a we did a wedding at the Daly Mansion, and they have this really cool golf cart. And all my cousin kept telling me is, "You need your own golf cart. You need to paint it purple." And I'm yeah. just like, "Oh my god!" And I actually went on Alibaba and and. They have them for like not expensive. Oh, but but um, yeah, that's not gonna happen because I don't have anywhere to. I don't have any way to get it there because, you know, we got rid of the truck. Yeah. So, all right. So timelines. The big takeaway from timelines is entrance and the dance. That's my favorite. First dance right after grand entrance. Yeah, I I do too. Um, but it is a guide. It is not, you know, I don't know how many, I I will say this all the time. Um, you know, it can be moved, it can be changed and it's okay. But it has, it has documented all the important things of the day that you have planned years for. Right. And so we won't miss it. It just will be moved a little bit. Well, and it's it's like the ceremony time. You know, even if the ceremony time is off a little bit, 
not starting the wedding without the couple. So, you know, if, if one of, one of the individuals in the couple is, is running behind, it's okay. We'll, we'll hold everything and everybody gets it. So, um, but I mean, but the big thing is, is dinner. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, I hold, I hold the ceremony for many reasons and mainly it's because I now I'm looking at the parking lot and I see three cars just pull up. Right. And I kind of, you know what, we're going to hold, hold for about 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. No, it happens. Yep. And that's why I always, I mean, I don't know if there's food for thought in regards to giving them a fall ceremony 30 minutes ahead of time. I have mixed emotions about doing that. Hmm. Putting it on your vacation and you're really not getting married at until four, but you put three thirty because people are late. I had a couple who did that. They put they told everybody to be there at a half hour before. Yeah. Which made it an hour before. And it Yeah. I think as long as you have the cocktail hour, like if you have the bar open during that time and you have a place for people to kind of congregate because that's what we ended up doing is we had a cocktail hour before the ceremony and then after that's not and, that, and that way, you know, people could just kind of, they went and they found their seats and, and just kind of, you know, mingled and stuff. And then um, we had everybody go down to the, the ceremony site and then they did a second cocktail hour. So sweet. Yeah. So takeaways for the timeline. I think that everybody should just have a good time creating it. Dream about your day, you know, and how fun. (laughs) My big thing is it's a wedding. And I've said this numerous times, have a good time. My goodness. It's not, I don't know. I mean, if you want some really uptight, you know, crazy thing. And, and if that's you, then fantastic, but it's a big party and it's, you know, you should, you should enjoy it. Honestly. Yeah. So, I mean, I work really close with those photographers because of light and, uh, you know, the, your golden hour is so important. Yeah. Um, Unless a couple decides yeah, they don't want to do it at the last minute, then. Okay. Yes, yes. They go, Nope. I don't want to. I'm partying. Yes. <laughs> it's all up to you. Yeah. You can make your day the way you want. Exactly. Never be afraid and never be afraid to say or ask, hey, can we just move this or postpone it or get rid of it? You do it, you okay. Yeah. Because I know if it's if I'm on something, okay, that's we can do that. Not a big deal. So all right, that's all I got. Cool. Me too. Okay. I'm good. Um next week. Next week, what are we talking about? Hotels and lodging. Yeah. How fun is that? How fun is that? Probably throw some, some, you know. I love my hotel. My overall, the travel stuff, the travel part of it, you know. We'll, we'll maybe we'll just call it like logistics. We'll talk about all the logistics of of um, of traveling, would- transportation, and all that fun stuff. Yeah, we'll definitely delve into that. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited that everybody was here and we'll hopefully get to see you next or excuse me, you can hear us next week. Yes. Wednesdays, 12 o'clock mountain time. Um, and you can send us, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, feel free to either go to our website, mountainweddingtalk.com. See, I didn't say www that time. Um, you can send us a message through there. You can email us at hello at mountainweddingtalk.com, or you can send us any kind of comments and messages through, um, any of the, the podcast providers. Oh, Apple, Google, RSS, uh, Spotify. I always forget Spotify. And, um, I know, give, us a, I know. give us a like, give us a download, give us a, cause if you download it, then, you know, you won't have to worry about um, forgetting about us every Wednesday and it will just remind you because I know you love us and you're, you're starting to warm up to us and like really get to know us a little bit. So 
Um, yep, we love that you're listening and we love that you come <laughs> back and we can't wait to maybe even have you on our show. That'd be yes. great. And yeah, if you, if you, you know, we open up that uh, not just for vendors um, or other pro- wedding professionals that want to come on and talk about, you know, just stuff. But if you're a couple getting married, um, which you know, just give us a, give us a holler and uh, we can get you on and you can ask us all the questions uh, because your questions, I'm sure there's a lot of other people who have those same questions and we'll walk you through it right here live. And uh, it'll be fun. We'll have a good time. So, all right. Gosh. Good to be with you again, Erica. As you, Patricia. And um, we'll uh, we'll catch you all next week. Yeah. So signing off as a couple of uh, crazy planners <laughs> from Wyoming and from Montana. Ciao, ciao. You You've been listening to Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. If you'd like more information, please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. Thanks for listening.